0: What's going on, everybody? My name is Christian Gujanov, and I want to welcome you to Peak Performance Principles. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about the principles in order to achieve and sustain peak performance. So if you want to get better, if you want to improve your performance, you're in the right place. Let's get started. In episode two of Peak Performance Principles, we are gonna be talking about the importance of doing the little things. Here we go. I wanna start off by sharing with you two stories. Uh, Now, these stories come from the world of cycling. So if you follow cycling a lot, these will probably sound familiar. So the first story happened a while ago. This, This happened in the 1964 Summer Olympics and I feel like this story just is such a good and good example of the importance of doing the little things and what that looks like in an actual event. So in 1964, in the Summer Olympics, we're, they were in Tokyo. Uh, so the event is the Individual Men's Road Cycling Race. Now, in this, in this event, there's 35 different countries that are being represented. 132 cyclists are competing. And this course was over 120 miles long. It, it took over four hours to complete this course. So but at, at the, 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 for the whole, pretty much the whole race, everyone was pretty tight in the middle. Everyone was really kind of close together. And then in the last 65 feet... People that were there were able to witness the, one of the most dramatic finishes of all time. So the, the rider from, so from Italy, his name is Mario Zanin. He ended up winning this race. Um, a few years before this, Mario was a mechanic working at a shop in Italy. And he was able to push through just in some incredible barriers that we'll probably talk about in a different time. But he was able to emerge from the middle of the pack and he was able to win. Now, he ended up finishing with a time of four hours, 39 minutes. 51.63 seconds. Now, the, the, the time is important because second place, the second place finisher was a rider from Denmark um, whose name is Kajel Rodian. I'm not sure if I pronounced that right, but we'll go with it. Uh, he finished just two hundredths of a second behind him at four hours, 39 minutes, 51.65 seconds. I hope I did the math right there, by the way. So he finished two hundredths of a second behind him. Just think about that, how close of a race that was. Now, from first to second place, we're talking about two hundredths of a second difference. What was even more amazing in this race was that between third place, so getting a bronze medal and being 99th place in this race was two tenths of a second. Just think about that, from from bronze medal being on the podium to being in 99th. Was a difference of two tenths of a second. One extra crank of the pedal. One little tweak in your riding stance. One little thing that you could have done differently would have been the difference between getting a bronze medal and being on the podium, and being 99th in this race. Just, just think about how how important those little things were in this race. Being able to just stick with the pack, just like Mario did for the whole race. Just stick to the pack. Stick to the pack. And in the last 65 seconds. Everything you trained for, everything you've been doing was right there for you, it was right there for the taking and just an extra crank, just one little crank of the pedal, one little tweak that you could have done would have been the difference from being first place, second place, or you know, placing third or or 99th. Just that difference was just incredible. So the, the, the purpose of this story is just to kind of show you how important those little things are. All of these riders, all 132 of them, belonged there, and they were great riders. But the difference between 99th and first was a couple tenths of a second, and how important that those little things are. Now, the importance of the little things is embodied in this story, but it kind of reminds me of another story that kind of has to go, has to do with cycling, right? So, um, it's a pretty famous story. A lot of people have kind of shared this story with me in the past and i've shared this story with a lot of different people in the past with with a lot of the clients that i work with it, it becomes almost like a mantra it becomes kind of a a, a a saying that we talk about often we remind each other how to do this and it's something that comes up so so much and the it kind of began the story kind of begins in 2003 so fast forward from 1964 to 2003, um, and the British cycling at, at this point, 2003, were pretty bad. They were brutal. They were so bad that um, a lot of the companies that that made cycling equipment wouldn't even sell their equipment to the British cycling team, Team Sky. They wouldn't. They wouldn't allow their team to wear their their logos and things. They were. They were just kind of. They were kind of the worst. Um, they hadn't won. You know in 100 years they were so bad so the last time they won a tour de france which is like the super bowl for cycling if you're not familiar with cycling the tour de france is kind of one of the bigger races if not the biggest race um they hadn't won a tour de france in 110 years at this point and they hadn't won a single gold medal since 1908 so we're talking about to, from 1908 to 2003 they hadn't won a gold medal And they hadn't won a Tour de France in 110 years. So no one from Britain had won anything in cycling. So they were just not doing very good. So in 2003, they hire a man named Dave Brailsford. He becomes the performance director. Um, He actually had worked there for a while and... He was. He becomes their performance director, and he focuses. He kind of te- shares this principle with them. So he kind of gathers everybody around, and he talks about this principle of marginal gains and being able to aggregate a lot of these little wins, right? Being able to do a lot of little things to be able to to do the big things, right? So, and, and when you kind of think about these these performers, right? These cyclists, if you you know whatever whatever you're doing, whatever your performance is, if that's sports, if that's business, if that's just life in general you probably have a pretty good grasp of how to do the big things in your life right so so i work with a lot of uh, of hockey players in hockey they they know how to skate they know how to shoot they know how to if they're a goalie they know how to defend they know a lot of the plays they know the terminology they know the big stuff and a lot of the work that i do with them is focusing on those little things right and this is why i, I i'm so passionate about this topic and i think everyone needs to focus on this because a lot of times you know how to do the big things in your life. You know how to do the big things in your performance. Whatever that performance is, you probably know the big stuff. But if you can tweak the little things, if you can do work on those little things and be able to improve those little things, that's the difference between being good and being great and being great and being all time, right? So focusing on those little things. So Dave Brailsford, again, back to the story. So Dave Brailsford, 2003, gets hired on and he teaches them this principle of marginal gains. And essentially the purpose of the point of it is he asks all of his writers, whatever you're doing, I want you to ask yourself and focus on asking yourself how to be one percent better right now. So ask yourself that question, what can I do to be one percent better right now? His coaches, his writers, his training staff, everyone. Figure out how can you be one percent better right now. So what this instilled in these writers and these in this team essentially was was making these small adjustments, doing these little things to be able to progress and be able to improve their performance, so they started doing all sorts of different stuff, right? So they started um, using you know electrical heat to be able to increase like muscle temperature. They started using biofeedback sensors to be able to monitor responses of athletes during to different workouts. They started looking at different suits to wear, uh, different skins to wear during their races. They started looking at all these little things, right, with the focus of just being 1% better, just looking at things 1% better. They tested different massage gels. They tested all these different things, different pillows, mattresses to figure out, like, what, where do you sleep best? What kind of mattress do you sleep best on? So they would ask themselves this question, right, What do, what, what can you do to be 1% better right now? And they kind of took it to this extreme level, but that's what it took for them to to be great. Now, what ended up happening was they had a goal, right? So so they told them within five years, like, we want to win a gold medal. We, we want to be able to, to compete and win a gold medal. So in 2008, right, so five years, the Olympic Games in Beijing occur, right? So within five years, that was their goal. We want to win a gold medal. So there was... I believe there was 14 medals up for grabs, right, in, in these Olympics. Yeah, there was, there's was 14 medals, gold medals available during the 2008 Olympics for road and track cycling. Now, the British riders just wanted one, right? They ended up winning eight, eight gold medals in the 2008 Olympics. And they carried this momentum, this, this 1% attitude, doing the little things. They ended up carrying this to end up winning eight gold medals, now, now this wasn't just a flash in the pan for them. Four years later in the London Games, they raised the bar and they ended up setting nine Olympic records in the 2012 Olympics and, and they broke seven world records. So you're talking about from 2003 to 2008, five years, they, end, they haven't won a gold medal in almost 100 years. In 2008, they end up winning eight gold medals. Four years after that, they break nine Olympic records, seven world records. They end up becoming – and now, I mean, that the, they are essentially a juggernaut. Um, for the last five years, they've won the Tour de France four times. Uh, they, they have just – they've just been so good. Chris Froome is one of the best riders in the world right now. So they ended up winning in 2015, 16, 17. They won this last year again. Um, and and their 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 best rider Chris Froome as was won three times, and and they are now just this powerhouse. They are the best cycling team in the world. Um, they are able to just compete at a different level, and it's because they were to mat they were able to master these little things. In, in fact, from from 2007 to 2017, in that 10 year span the british cycling team won 178 world championships they won 66 olympic and paralympic gold medals and they won five tour de france in the, in that stretch and they uh, i mean that run is one of the one of the greatest runs of all time in the, in the sport so so again kind of sharing these two stories with you in the world of cycling the first story coming from the 64 olympic summer games there and being able to notice just that that, that tiny difference of, of of winning by this tiny, tiny razor-thin margin and then being able to kind of take this story about in the British cycling team from 2003 to now, being able to see this incredible turnaround by just focusing on the little things. So I want to ask you that question. I want you to ask yourself that question more importantly, right? What are those little things that you need to do to be better at? Ask yourself this question. What can I do? to be 1% better right now. If you're able to ask yourself that question, the most important thing is be able to take action immediately after that. So whatever whatever you come up with, ask yourself that question, what can I do 1% better right now? And whatever you come up with, do it immediately. Um, this is a question that I have my individual clients that I work with, the teams that I work with, this is a question that we talk about on a daily basis. Um, Finding those little 1% tweaks, finding those little 1% improvements is the difference between being good at your sport and being good at your job to being great and, and being all time. Right? So if you can figure out those little 1% tweaks, those little 1% adjustments that you can make in your life, that's the difference between being good and being all time. So the challenge, I wanna give you the 1% challenge. This is how you're gonna focus on the little things. Doing this challenge, you're gonna be able to find the importance of those little things. So here's the challenge, 12 times a day, ask yourself the question, what can I do to be 1% better right now? Again, 12 times a day, ask yourself, what can I do to be 1% better right now? And do it, do it immediately, whatever that is. You got to do it right now. Don't tell yourself, I'll do it tomorrow. Don't say, I'll write it down, do it next week. Whatever that is, whatever that 1% adjustment is, whatever that 1% change is, whatever that thing is, do it now. I'd love to hear how you were able to do this. How were you able to be 1% better every day? So share with us. Find us on Instagram, Twitter. Facebook at mental strength performance. You'll be able to find us Instagram again, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, find us at mental strength performance and tell us how were you able to be 1% better? What were you able to do to be 1% better? Um, I appreciate you listening. Thank you for being here. Let's focus on doing those little things. This has been peak performance principles. Thank you for listening and we'll be back at it soon.